I am Melinda, the host of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. I am an attorney who put fear aside and dove headfirst into doing the work to become sober. Have you also let fear hold you back from becoming sober? Have you been worried that becoming sober will affect your career or just your everyday life? Or are you already sober and just want to listen to another professional sober woman navigate through sobriety and share stories and advice learned along the way? If so, this is the podcast for you. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite mocktail and let's get to work. Welcome to another episode of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Today, I want to talk about the top 10 things that I have gained in sobriety. Before I get started, I will say it is definitely hard to pick a number for listing the top things because I find that to say there's only 10 things would be an understatement, but also if the list is the same on different days, it could be because depending on the day, depending on my mood, depending on different things, my list of my top favorite or you know, top worst things might change. But today I thought would be a good time to talk about the top 10 things that I find have happened in becoming sober over the last 16 months. And I'll just say this as a caveat, they are in no particular order. It's just based on how it came to me when I was really thinking about the things that I've gained from sobriety. Number one, time. I say time because while I did not actually gain more time, we still have 24 hours in a day, I gained more time for me to do what I want to do. When I was drinking, I found that I lost time because I was constantly thinking of one or dealing with one of three things. One being, oh, I feel hungover. I don't feel so great. So I would lose time in not wanting to go do things or be as productive as I'd want to be and get things done. Or I'd be in number two, thinking about and being consumed with focusing on when when my next drink is going to be? How am I going to finagle this? Am I going to go to happy hour? Who am I going to be drinking with? How? Am, where, where am I going to go? And that took time for me because it took away from my ability to be present and to enjoy what I was doing. And the third cycle, the, or part of the cycle that I found myself in was when I was drinking. So I would lose time in actually doing other things because I was drinking. And when I first quit drinking, I found that I was really shocked by how much time I had been wasting that I didn't realize I had been wasting. I now had more time to be with my family. I had more time to go to the gym as I wanted to. And I had more time to really get to know myself again. And if you asked me in the beginning, if I was glad about this additional time I felt my answer would be some days, yes, some days, no. And on the days that I would say no, it would be because it gave me more time to be in my thoughts. It gave me more time of clarity to realize how I had really needed help and I didn't get the help that I needed. So it was hard to be sitting in my feelings with this extra time. But as time progressed and I, sobriety, I became sober longer, I realized that I could not wrap my head around how much time that I had wasted or had spent on drinking when I could have spent it 
on much better activities and with other things. So that was definitely one of the things that I gained in sobriety was the appreciation of time and realizing that time could be much better spent than drinking or thinking about drinking and especially better spent than feeling sick from drinking. The second thing that I gained in sobriety was confidence in myself. Towards the end of uh, my drinking, I had zero confidence in myself. I did not think that I was capable of really making good decisions. I didn't trust myself. I didn't feel any confidence and worthiness in myself. I felt very low and in a dark place that I just could not wrap my head around or understand why. Well, obviously, I don't have any value if this is my life and this is how I'm treating myself. So I did not believe in myself. I really did not have any confidence in myself. But as I became sober, my confidence slowly grew. In the beginning, it wasn't there as well. But now 16 months later, I feel confident again. I feel confident that I can trust myself. I feel confident in the decisions that I make. I feel confident in knowing that I'm doing what's right for me and what's good for me. So as the time progresses in sobriety, I feel my self-esteem has done a 180. I feel that I, when I look in the mirror, I really love what I see. I love who I'm becoming. I love that I am becoming better every day. And I love that I am putting myself first because for a long time, that wasn't the case. And it really makes me proud of myself because when you feel low in your life about your confidence, about who you are as a person, it can do some serious you know, damage to you and it can really put you in not a great place. And that just will be a trickle effect on every other areas of your life. So slowly gaining confidence has been huge for me. With that being said, it wasn't from day one. It slowly over time built where I noticed that the more I was consistent, the more that I regularly showed up for myself and the more that I could depend on myself, my confidence would grow. So I just want to make sure I'm not giving the impression that I stopped drinking and overnight I'm like, boom, super confident. It was just from as time accumulated in sobriety and I was gaining traction and beginning to really see the longevity of my sobriety and that this wasn't just for 30 days, six months, that this was something I was going to do long-term forever. And I was doing my habits and really focusing on personal growth. That's when my confidence started to grow. So I would just want to stress, make sure to give it time because it's not going to be an overnight fix. The third thing I gained in sobriety was the ability to implement boundaries. I definitely plan on doing a separate episode on boundaries because I feel that they are so important. I realized that in my drinking, I did not have any boundaries. I did not have self-boundaries. And by not having self-boundaries, I did not have boundaries with others. I've always for my most of my life been a self-diagnosed, but also now my therapist diagnosed people pleaser. And that thrived in in when I was drinking. So my need to please other people was worse when I was drinking because I also looked for my ability to please other people as validation that I didn't have an issue. That if I my actions were making other people happy and I could get that validation and I could get confirmation from them that they were happy, then obviously I'm doing something right. So that is some one of the things that I leaned on to confirmed to myself that I did not have an issue. And in sobriety, I learned boundaries are key. Boundaries with myself. I'll start there. 
I learned that I had to decide and enforce what I would accept and what I would not accept. That when it comes to boundaries, that if I make a commitment to myself, if I make a promise that I'm going to do something, I do it. I never That was never the case when I was drinking. But now in sobriety, I do what I say I'm going to do. I set boundaries with myself, boundaries with my bedtime, boundaries with what I consume and what I don't consume. Because at the end of the day, I have to worry about myself first. So I do set strict boundaries with myself, but boundaries with others. And a lot of times I would say, oh, you know, this person wants to go grab a drink and, you know, I'm going to do, you know, do it for them and not want to let people down. No, that was not, you can't continue like that. So in sobriety, I made sure and I learned and did a lot of reading on what boundaries were and how do I enforce them. So I established boundaries in most of my relationships, pretty much quite frankly, all my relationships in my life and built in my confidence has been able to enforce them. So I find that boundaries have been key for me in sobriety. The fourth thing that I gained in sobriety was sleep. Okay. Obviously I slept when I was drinking, but I think of sleep from in two different standpoints. One being the quality of sleep and two being able to sleep through the night and ha- have that 3 a.m hamster wheel of bad decision-making running through my head. In terms of quality sleep, it should be no quality of sleep. It should be no surprise that when you don't consume alcohol, your body sleeps better. Your body's able to get into a deeper level of sleep. So it your body's able to do what it needs to do to make sure that you're ready for the next day. So even less time of sleep what with no alcohol is better than a longer sleep after you've consumed alcohol. So I found that in sobriety, I was waking up refreshed. I was able to go to bed and have a clear head. I was able to feel like I actually slept, which has been huge. And I prioritize sleep a lot lately. I think the more I read about the benefits, the more that I see that it affects every area of your life. I've been making sure that I get at least eight hours of sleep a night. I am like a child. I go to bed at 8.39 and I'm up early in the morning to make sure I get my morning routine and workouts in because I know what I need to do to set myself up for success. And making sure that I have a good night's sleep is the best way for me to do that. But also on the other end of it, I think that sleep is one of the best things I've gained in sobriety because I no longer have that jarring 3 a.m. wake up where I lay in bed eyes open, staring at the ceiling, wondering, oh God, what did I do? Did I make somebody mad? Is John mad at me? Did I do something? Oh God, I shouldn't have done that again. I shouldn't have drank again. I told myself I would, but you know what? Tomorrow's different, Melinda. Tomorrow you're going to do what you need to do and have that rat race battle with myself at 3 a.m. And that is something I will never miss about drinking. I will never miss that feeling at 3 a.m. where my chest is tight as can be and I'm just laying there really putting myself down and berating myself. So that is also something that I've gained in sobriety is not having that 3 a.m. wake-up call. The fifth thing that I will list as gaining in sobriety is a healthier lifestyle. I think it speaks for itself. Obviously, not drinking alcohol is healthier for you. It is better for you. But I think that in sobriety, I have... My interests have changed in terms of my health. Before I would dread going to the doctor, I would dread the questions of, oh, how much do you typically drink? You know, at a physical, how much do you typically drink per day, per week? Where I would, obviously I would lie. And I would dread having to go over my 
cholesterol and go over all of the different blood panels because I just was constantly in fear that deep knowing that my actions would have eventually have health consequences. And I also found that I really put off being proactive in terms of my health because I was afraid of what I would discover. But I also found, you know, in sobriety, I have been proactive in that sense that there's always that feeling I've had, which scared me of, did I do damage to myself? Um, What's wrong? Did something wrong with me that I don't realize? And now that I am sober, I find that I really have a love for life. I have this drive where I just want to be healthy. I want to live as long as I can. I want to accomplish as much as I can. So I have been proactive in making sure that I've been getting all of my blood panels. I've been proactive in making sure that I'm eating better. I am getting movement in. I'm doing what I need to do to be as healthy as I can at this time. But also when I was drinking, in terms of food and eating better and working out, and I've said this before, I ate garbage. I'd wake up not feeling great. So rather than having, you know, a protein shake, because I couldn't have a protein shake. If I did, I'd want to throw up. I would have like a breakfast sandwich somewhere. I would eat something greasy or not good for you for lunch. I would sometimes not even have dinner because I'd been drinking. Where now I really focus on just eating the best that I can. When I was drinking, I never really worked out because either, again, I didn't feel great from drinking the day before so morning workouts weren't an option for me. Or I'd cancel my afternoon workouts because I'd want to go to the happy hour. So it was always, to me, a catch-22 when it came to my health and drinking. So now I've definitely, in sobriety, gained a much healthier lifestyle. But not only is it physical health that I want to talk about, I want to talk about mental health. Because when I was drinking, I still had a counselor. So I would be, and I'm using air quotes, proactive with my mental health, but I was never honest with my therapist. I felt that I would constantly be, give a little, but that I'd do 10 steps back, or I would shadow or not just be truthful about where I was at and what I'm struggling with. And I, she never knew I had a drinking problem, which in hindsight is insane to me because when I finally chose to address it and become sober, I'm like, oh my God, this is like such a big decision for me. And she's looking at me like, what? So I've learned that honesty is, you need to be honest with your therapist. So since becoming sober, I've been able to address my, you know, internal issues. I've been able to, my mental health has thrived. And that to me is worth the weight in gold. The sixth thing that I've learned and I've gained in sobriety is I have new interests. So now with all this time, I'm able to explore, I want new interests, but also old interests. I'm growing up as a child, I used to figure skate, which was something that I always enjoyed. And since I've stopped drinking, I have started skating again, which has been amazing. It's been great for my mental health and it's just been great for something for me to do. And I've really enjoyed that. But I'm also having new interests as in journaling. Before everyone talks about, oh, journaling, you know, is really good and gratitude. But now in sobriety, it's ta- I've taken it to another level. I really think that my regular gratitude practice as well as my journaling has helped me tremendously. And that's something that's been a newer interest for me. But I also find that I just want to see what else is out there. I want to try new things. I want to try new gym classes. I want to try new forms of cooking. I want to go travel to new places. I want to see what interests I have that I don't know about. Because for 20-something years, I had one interest and one interest only, associating with alcohol. What events do they have? Paint and sip, gut drinks, 
Sounds great. Did I enjoy the painting? Was I focused on the painting? No, I was not. I was focused on the drinking. So now that I've taken the drinking out of the equation, I'm really out there seeing what is available to me and what I do and don't like, which is really an interesting and has been a cool experience for me. The seventh thing that I've gained is new and changed friendships. I want to take it from this point is that with new and I want to say new and changed friendships, I've really learned, I've had clarity of whose opinion actually matters. Oh, this was a tough one. When I, before I quit drinking, I was so consumed. I was so focused on what other people, what my, my quote unquote, again, air quote, friends thought of me and how I could fit in and how I would, what events I would take part in, how I want to feel included. In not drinking, I've learned some of your friends are just not your friends. And some, most people's opinions, they don't actually matter. So while you're wasting your time, quite frankly, living your life to make other people happy, so their opinion is a certain opinion of you, it's a waste of time because their opinions just don't matter. So that has helped me because I've also learned who to spend time, give my time to in terms of friendship and also friendships that it's sad, but they're not where I need to spend my time or my energy and that their opinion really doesn't matter. So that has been and interesting for me. But I've also learned that, you know, some friends have been more supportive than others with my sobriety. Some friends don't understand it and, you know, want me to drink because I was more fun or, you know, able, more inclined to like stay up later or do different things. Um, But also I developed a lot of great friends that my friendship with them has actually deepened because they're supportive of my sobriety. And when we hang out and we do things now, we're actually enjoying each other's time. And we're actually spending time talking to each other. We're spending time really focused on our friendship and not on drinking. And also too, I'm extremely involved in a women's sobriety group online. I've met dozens of fantastic, amazing women who are family to me. And while they may be online, I've met a few of them in person. We actually did a trip together recently, which was one of the most amazing experiences of my life because I've developed a core group of women that are from all over the country that understand what I'm going through, have been going through what I'm going through, and we're also going through it together. And I can't speak high enough of that group and think the community has been something that I never realized that I needed to have friends that have more of a commonality than work. Because, you know, being 38 years old, a lot of my friends are work friends. And a lot of people that I associate with are associated with my career, which not saying that I don't enjoy that and they're not friends because obviously, you know, it's something in common that you can talk about. But it's been really nice to explore avenues of other friendships that don't just revolve around work. The eighth thing that I've learned and gained in sobriety is I've had better relationships um, with my home, with with my boyfriend, and also with my family. I can honestly say that my relationship at home with my boyfriend is better than it's ever been. Being sober has taken our relationship to the next level. Um, There's trust has been rebuilt. The love has deepened. And I'm getting to know him on a different level. He's getting to know me on a different level. And I'm really showing up to this relationship in a different way. And I think it's really proof that when I feel like I'm in a good place and I'm taking care of myself and I'm mentally doing well, physically doing well, and I am confident, I feel good about myself, my relationship thrives. So to say that, oh, to spend time on yourself is selfish, I could not disagree more than that. That to me is completely inaccurate because the better place that I'm in, the better I can be for those that need me. And our relationship has been 
so different. And it's such a beautiful part of this journey because for a while, I thought that it was truly a lost hope and that I, it was just very tough for me. And now I cannot speak higher of it. And it's something that was, it took time. It took time. And it's another one of those things like confidence that you can't expect to be quit drinking. And then the next day, oh, everything's great. I don't drink anymore. Or even 30 days from there, I don't drink anymore. You got to give it time. And it is definitely worth it. But also with my family, uh, my relationship, I think with my mom has gotten better. And I think that it's just something that I show up differently. I show up where I'm actually present. I show up and I'm actually listening to what people are saying. And because I show up in a way that is different and better, it causes people to respond in a different way. So I definitely, my all my relationships and my home life have drastically improved. The ninth thing that I have gained in sobriety is control. I felt towards the end of my drinking that I had zero control. I felt I had zero control over my decisions. I felt I had zero control over my cravings. I felt I had zero control over my life. And now I have control. I get to decide what I do, who I do it with, what I put in my body, and what I don't put in my body. I get to make all these decisions. And these decisions that I'm making are from a good place with a clear head. So that could probably be one of the best things that I've gained is I've gained control of my life and know that I am now back in the driver's seat and the alcohol is no longer in the driver's seat. So that's been something that has been life-changing for me. And the 10th thing that I'm going to discuss today of things that I've gained and learned in sobriety is my ability to handle my emotions. For a long time in drinking, I buried my emotions. I ran from my emotions. I did not want to face the music in many areas of my life. I didn't want to do the work that needed to be done to put myself in a better situation emotionally and address my issues. Now, is it easy? Absolutely not, okay? Addressing issues and really facing the music on things is not easy to do, but it's necessary to do because if you don't, nothing good can come from it. So now I've developed lots of tools and a mind frame and ability to really face the music of things that went wrong in my past, which has been tough to go back and relive and have to address things. But also I'm better equipped to face issues in the future. I'm better equipped to handle things happening that aren't part of my routine. I'm, you know, it's so great. It's easy to plan your day. And I'm, believe me, I'm a huge planner. I've got my calendar, my schedule to write out hour by hour by hour, what I'm going to do and what I want to get done. But I have now the ability to handle shifts. I have the ability to handle surprise is good and bad. And that is something that I don't take for granted. And it's something I don't take lightly. And I think that being able and being equipped to handle hiccups and bumps in the road is something, it's a lesson that everybody would learn, would value from because it just is life-changing rather than having something bad happen and immediately drink over it. Having something even good happen and drink over it. Instead, I'm putting myself first and figuring out how do I handle this in the best way for me. So I hope that this episode helped the top 10 things that I have learned and gained in sobriety. Um, Everybody's list is going to be different. And I am sure that if I were to do a similar episode like this at two years sober, it will be different. But I think that's the beauty of sobriety is that every day you learn something new. Every day I find that I'm seeing myself grow and seeing myself change in a way that makes me proud. And To be able to say I'm proud of myself is something I haven't said in a long time. So that is definitely worth the sobriety journey. 
Thank you so much for listening to Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Did you like the conversation and what you heard and want to hear more? Well, make sure to subscribe and follow Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. But also, if you have any ideas of future episodes, please email podcastwomenswork at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.